Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's probably gonna break up with you. He's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecha Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecha Nutrition? Mecha Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecca's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most Most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecca Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecca Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecca Nutrition products for over a year and a half now. And for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's general manager at Neil or Neil at MeccaNutritionStore.com. Rumor has it if you mention Mecca Nutrition, you may come away with an added discount as well, but you didn't hear it from me. So go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now mecca nutrition build a better you what's up everybody today is tuesday december 10th 2019 and day one of the major league baseball winter meetings is complete there was a blockbuster signing there was a lot of nothing in fact there was a lot and a lot of nothing and as promised we've got some interviews lined up the first being former colorado rockies general manager and current Major League Baseball Network analyst Dan O'Dowd, though I do have to say I can't take credit for it. Maybe I'll talk to Dan later in the week, but for today, fellow Belly Up sports writer and fan-sided lead editor at Nuglove, yes, that is the name of fan-sided site for the Denver Nuggets, I know, but I digress. Cade Walker joins me briefly to talk free agency, mainly on the Garrett Cole sweepstakes before we sat down with Dan O'Dowd. Uh, there was only one thing that really happened today at the Major League Baseball Winter Meetings, and that's Steven Strasburg getting grossly overpaid by Mike Rizzo and the Washington Nationals. Seven years, $245 million. Day one of the 2019 Winter Meetings already eclipses the entire 2018 Winter Meetings. Deals are going down Big free agents are going off the board. Steven Strasburg gets his first. Garrett Cole is next. Brian Cashman is officially in San Diego, and we'll talk to the press uh, today. And so will Scott Boris. Hmm. Eyeball emoji. That's kind of a thing right now. 
What do Brian Cashman and Scott Boris have up their sleeve today? We'll find out today. But for now, it's Cade Walker and Dan O'Dowd on the O Show live from the MLB Winter Meetings in San Diego, California on episode 126 presented by Belly Up Sports. We are what they aren't. Remember to use the promo code OSHOW10. That's capital O-S-H-O-W-10 for $10 off your next order using TickPick.com. You should have used TickPick. And remember to go check out MechaNutritionStore.com if you're into banging weights, eating steak, and sleeping eights. Use the promo code OSHOW20, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-20, for $20 off your next order. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. MLB Winter Meetings, day one from the high end. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Day two here at the Winter Meetings, live from San Diego, California, the sunny San Diego, California. It's the first day. It has been sunny. It's been raining the past two days. We got Cade Walker here from Belly Up Sports, also a head writer at the Nuggets page over at uh, Fansided. What's the exact name of it? Uh, we're Nuglove. Nuglove. That's something else. Nuglove yeah, over at Fansided. Day two at the MLB Winter Meetings. A lot of faces here. All the media outlets are here. We're right in between SNY and Yes Network right now. We saw uh, John Boy and Jake a little bit earlier on at MLB Network. We're going to talk to Dan O'Dowd, former general manager of the Colorado Rockies, here in a second. Uh, but, Cade, welcome on. First time joining the show. Thank you. How's it been? It's been great. I've uh, definitely seen a lot of cool people, a lot of um, interesting, important people, um, talked to a lot of people. Um, you know, being a guy in Denver, I talked to Drew Goodman, saw Ryan Spielborgs. So, you know, you see people like Ken Rosenthal walking around. And I saw Jim Leland earlier actually walking. Jim around. Leland's here. That, that's a big name. Yeah, that's a big name. A lot of big potential interviews. I saw the Barstool guys, Jared Carabas and Dallas Braden are here. I mentioned John Boy and Jake to our left here, like right over our shoulder. They've been doing podcasts since they've been here. I think they're on like podcast three or four since they've been here. I feel like they've been constantly podcasting. I uh, saw Cliff Floyd a little bit earlier on. We saw LaTroy Hawkins in the lobby. I could have sworn I saw Bryce Harper in the lobby, but that, uh, apparently that was just a big guy with slick back hair and a big beard that looked like Bryce Harper. I swear Cora, right? it could have. Yeah, we saw Alex Cora. Twice. We, we saw Aaron Boone. We saw Alex Cora walking to the banquet last night, full suit and tie. Uh, saw him again this morning. So a lot of big names and faces here. Going to try and get a lot of big names. Uh, interviews for you. First one, obviously, going to be Dan O'Dowd, former general manager of the Colorado Rockies for, what, 12 years? 14 years? Uh, he was, uh, he was a the Rocky fan. of the Rockies for, from 1999 to 2014, so 15 years. 15 years with the Colorado Rockies. He's now an analyst with MLB Network. He's got a show going on right now, live on MLB Network. Going to talk to him after the show. But a lot's gone down, so we actually have a lot more to talk about than we did at all last year in Las Vegas. A deal actually went down. A big deal actually went down in San Diego. Steven Strasburg's hometown of San Diego, California, doesn't sign with a team that I thought would have been a perfect fit in the San Diego Padres. Like, I thought that would have been perfect. They signed Machado last year. Tatis turns out to be a stud. Uh, You go into uh, next season with that left side of the infield and then Steven Strasburg at the top of that rotation – with guys like Tyson Ross and et cetera, uh, helping you out on the back front. Yeah. I don't, who else is in that rotation? Padres are on the come up because they have um, they have Paddock as well. Um, they just traded for Tommy Pham. Um, obviously, right. they're yeah. on a long term deal, even though that's 
probably, you know, he's like an average first baseman, but um, <laughs> I, I mean, they, they're on the come up. They have the best farm system in baseball. So I think that w- that would have been a good landing spot for someone who wanted to uh, build a long-term legacy with some team. So I think that if Strasburg wanted to go there, that would have been a perfect trip for him as well. But, you know, I'm excited to stay with uh, Washington. Yeah, he, he might be a national for the rest of his career. So seven years, $245 million. Does that sound familiar? Seven years, yeah, two hundred forty-five million. That's the same offer. exact same offer that the Yankees and Brian Cashman offered Garrett Cole. Yeah. Brian Cashman apparently uh, checking in today. He'll be here at the Hyatt, at the Grandmaster Hyatt in San Diego. But yeah, seven years, two hundred forty-five million. Garrett Cole. Um, that definitely sets the well, market for yeah, Cole. We'll I think. I think yeah, we'll probably I, I, get more than so that. So both Strasburg and Cole both represented by Scott Boris, correct? Correct. So he takes the seven-year 245 deal from the Nationals. Strasburg does. This is going to up the ante for sure for Garrett Cole. Seven Absolutely. years 245 from the Yankees. You know the Dodgers and the Angels are also going to be in on. Like, do you think that ups the ante? I'm, I'll ask Dan O'Dowd this later, but. You, that's not the final offer. It's oh, going to no, go up. No. He's going to be towards both, the $300 million. Dollar. That, that wasn't going to be the final offer. Um, I, think it, I think the bidding war might jump up to uh, the word is around 280 for seven years, which is absurd. Um, something I tweeted out earlier is that you know this, this seven-year $245 million deal for Strasburg is the current record for annual average value, and it's going to be the record for like a few days. So do you think he signs by the end of this week, or do you think it's more... Uh, sit and wait game, cat and mouse game per se with uh, Garrett Cole because Steven Strasburg went a lot quicker than I thought he was going to go. I mean, I, I previewed it last night on the show, and I said, "Now Cole and Strasburg aren't going anywhere. They're the big fish. They're they're Boris guys. They won't be going anywhere till at least the end of January, at well, least." Well, I think Boris learned from last year because Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell went way too long without being signed. Um, because of holding out, so I think maybe uh, his approach was different this year, and there's been so much buzz around Cole, uh, an offer has already been made, so I think he's going to sign sooner than later, Um, but again, it just depends on how intense the bidding war between the Angels, the Yankees, and the Dodgers becomes. And it's going to be pretty, it's going to be a heavyweight battle between Friedman, Cashman, and then of course Billy Epler, who was under the guidance of Brian Cashman for all of those years. And you got to think that the Yankees, obviously, how Steinbrenner has given Cashman the green light to go out and get this guy, no matter how much it costs. Because next year, you got Paxton, free agent, 2020. You got uh, Tanaka, free agent, after 2020. Hap, Hap has his own player opt out clause, which you know he'll probably, eh, we'll see if it's his opt out. I don't know if it's his opt out or the Yankees opt out. Um, yeah, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how his contract is structured, but I, either way, I don't. If it's a team option, I don't know if the Yankees would be interested in, in bringing him back. No, so that, I, that that was my biggest yeah. concern. Like, if it's a team option, he will not be back. That frees up a ton of cap space uh, for Garrett Cole, who would be Garrett Cole number one and Luis Severino number two. That's not a bad one-two punch. No, not at all. And then you have. Uh, um, Jonathan Loizaga. It's a tough name. Don't worry. It's a tough name. I keep wanting to call him Lasagna. Um, but John, that's what I called him for the first year. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, depending on what happens with Domingo Herman, but uh, he, he had a decent year. He's probably a middle rotation kind of piece, but I, it depends on what's going to happen with his uh, legal battles right now. So. Well, I, I feel like regardless of the legal battles, we won't get into that. 
No need to get into those legal battles at the moment with Domingo Herman. He's dealing it with himself. Uh, but he went at 17 and 4, 18 and 4 in 2019. He got a ton of run support. His ERA was well over 450. But that's besides the point. Let's get to our interview or your interview, Cade, with uh, Dan O'Dowd, Major League Baseball Network analyst, former GM of the Colorado Rockies for 15 years from 1999. 2015 it's a brief interview around two three minutes long but an interview nonetheless here's major league baseball analyst dan o'dowd i am so boned i forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow and now it's sold out it's her freaking birthday oh dude she's probably gonna break up with you he's definitely gonna break up with me should have used tick pick wait what'd you say tick pick look oh whoa whoa, whoa. Whoa. what there are no hidden fees what you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. So as baseball has evolved recently into more numbers-oriented um, kind of way to try and understand the game, um, what kind of role did numbers play when you were a GM in evaluating players? Oh, huge. They're just they would just look like differently because the depth of the numbers were nowhere back then where they are now. So numbers have driven our game for years. How the numbers are now interpreted and applied and implemented within the game, it's just totally, technology has changed so much in the process of doing that. Yeah. Uh, what type of um, numbers or analytics did you use when you were GM? Well, I mean, we had our own um, we had our own system that we developed in Colorado. It was prepared to us. Um, but our situation was so different there because we had so many factors that entered our particular because of where we played and the altitude issues than anywhere else. But in Cleveland, even back in the early 90s, we had our own system of evaluation of players that we utilized too. And again, it was a system based on a lot of the advanced metrics that are currently being used, like OPS plus, you know, ballpark factors, things that are so common now but weren't back then that we made a lot of our personnel decisions off those. Awesome. Uh, last question. So as a GM of the Rockies, what type of factoring did uh, Coors Field come into account? And, and how, how did that, how did you incorporate that into pitches for free agents? Boy, that, I don't know if I ever figured that out, to be honest with you. It's the Rubik's Cube for me. It's the hardest personnel model of any professional sports team in the world to play this sport at altitude and how it affects you physically, uh, emotionally, and fundamentally is just incredibly challenging. I I went through a lot of different models. And you know, I think the one standard thing that works there that will work anywhere else is high four-seam velocity, consistent strike throwers, tunneling as late as you possibly can on your pitches to home plate, and having guys that really understand what repeatable deliveries are all about. So really understand how their body works. I'm so bold. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's probably going to break up with you. He's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used tick pick. Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. 
That was Dan O'Dowd. Dan, of course, a current analyst for MLB Network covering the winter meetings live from the Hyatt Hotel in San Diego this week. He was kind enough to talk to Cade Walker for a couple of minutes there. We have a ton more interviews coming your way throughout the week, some more analyst perspectives on the meetings thus far. But for now, I wanted to talk about the overall recap of day one in San Diego. Of course, the biggest piece of news is obviously that Steven Strasburg will be returning to D.C., Washington, D.C. for the next seven years and possibly for the rest of his career. He signed a seven-year, $245 million contract with the Washington Nationals. Seven years, $245 million. The exact same deal that the New York Yankees originally offered Garrett Cole two days ago. Welp, that's out the window. Joel Sherman actually reported that the new asking price from Scott Boris, the agent of Garrett Cole, uh, it's a nine-year deal worth up to $324 million. That's that's apparently the asking price, making Garrett Cole one of the highest-paid athletes of all time, let alone the highest-paid pitcher of all time. And Boris, of course, broke all sorts of records last offseason with Bryce Harper, landing him that, again, ridiculous 13-year contract for $330 million. I mean, the Phillies still got to be scratching their heads on that one. But this time around, it's different because the Yankees aren't the Phillies. Brian Cashman, although having the green light from Hal Steinbrenner, isn't spending $324 million on one player, let alone a pitcher. My guess here is that... Brian Cashman is probably going to be floating in the eight-year, 275, 280 range with Garrett Cole, which in my opinion is too much, but you know the man's going to get paid no matter what I say. So 275, 280 million seems reasonable, unless Billy Epler or Andrew Friedman want to take a stab for more. It was reported that both uh, Brian Cashman and Scott Boris were in fact going to be talking with the media to, uh, this afternoon at the Hyatt, so we'll see what that's all about. Uh, but Garrett Cole and Scott Boris are asking for a lot of money this week, a lot and a lot and a lot of money. And uh, it's rumored that regardless if Brian Cashman reaches a deal with Cole that Garrett Cole is walking out of San Diego this week with his new contract. He's looking to leave with his new team and his new contract by the end of Thursday. Uh, A completely different vibe, a completely different story from last year's winter meetings. The, The last two winter meetings, you could say. Nobody signed until March, essentially. J.D. Martinez waited until spring training in 2018 to sign with the Red Sox. Uh, Manny Machado signed a day before spring training started with San Diego last year. Bryce Harper, of course, was signed halfway through spring training, getting that $330 million uh, deal with the Phillies. Not to say certain players won't go that route this offseason, but the two big fish in the pond, Strasburg and Cole, might be gone by Thursday. And some may say that Steven Strasburg was overpaid, me being one of them. He's a great pitcher, don't get me wrong, a phenomenal arm, a World Series MVP. But his injury track record as well as his overall stats don't commend him that contract. Not to say Garrett Cole was going to sign a seven-year, $245 million contract. But now that Steven Strasburg has signed it, there's absolutely no way Garrett Cole signs it now. Scott Boris, again, represents both starting pitchers, both Cole and Strasburg. He knew damn well Steven Strasburg wasn't getting a bigger deal than that. Seven years, 245. Garrett Cole is a way better pitcher than Steven Strasburg, and he's going to get a way better contract. And with Boris landing Steven the steal, who's to say that Garrett Cole won't get a $300 million contract from a team? 
no one thought Machado and Harper were going to get the deals that they were asking for. I mean, instead, they got actually got paid way more than they were asking for. And although Hal Steinbrenner gave Brian Cashman permission to reel in this fish, where does Brian Cashman draw the line between an expensive contract for Garrett Cole and an absolutely irresponsible contract for Garrett Cole to sign? Like I said earlier, fully expect Cashman to float around that 275-280 mark with Garrett Cole for at least eight years. You know, that's you know after the Strasburg deal, Strasburg getting seven years, Garrett Cole is going to get at least eight years. He wants eight, nine, or ten. Are the Yankees willing to go past eight for Garrett Cole? He's only 29 years old, has no injury track record, whereas Steven Strasburg has a ton of past injuries, and he's 31 already. He's going to be 38 by the end of that deal with Washington. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the contract Cashman offers Cole is worth well over $300 million just for less years. Would Garrett Cole accept a deal worth $300 million if it was just for six years or, say, seven years? He'll get the annual salary that way, just not the length and that safety blanket that every player uh, wants to possess in their mid to late 30s when they become free agents. It'll be interesting to see what the counteroffer is from the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, though, who are also said to be serious contenders for Cole, whereas Friedman and the Dodgers are kind of like lurking in the shadows for the moment. And again, Cole is from SoCal, Newport Beach, would be playing within a 30-minute radius of home. And that's pretty damn attractive for a professional athlete. And uh, are the Angels willing to meet Scott Boris's demands here? Or will they be smarter than they were with Albert Pujols nearly a decade ago? Hmm, time will tell on that one. The Yankees, however, uh, continuing to prove how serious they are about Garrett Cole by actively shopping J.A. Happ this week in San Diego. They're reportedly shopping Happ as a way to clear some space if Cole does indeed sign. And this would be a way to more comfortably fit Garrett Cole into the luxury tax payroll if they are able to sign him. So I'm very anxious to hear what both Scott Boris and Brian Cashman have to say today in the press room as we gear up for arguably the largest contract in Major League Baseball history for a starting pitcher. For now, though, let's discuss some other rumors regarding the New York Yankees as well as the other 29 teams in San Diego this week. But before we dive into that, let's hear from Mecca Nutrition. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecca Nutrition? Mecca Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecca's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecca Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecca Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecca Nutrition products for over a year and a half now. And for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs, as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's 
general manager at Neil or Neil at MechaNutritionStore.com. Rumor has it, if you mention Mecha Nutrition, you may come away with an added discount as well, but you didn't hear it from me. So go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now. Mecha Nutrition, build a better you. So although Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg are currently the talk of the town this week at the Hyatt, there's actually a ton of more free agents out there that are looking to sign major league contracts, believe it or not. The Phillies name has been popping up over the past several days when it comes to shortstop D.D. Gregorius. Uh, cover years, Yankees fans, you're not going to want to hear this. It appears as though D.D.'s time in New York is coming to a close. It doesn't appear that Cashman has D.D. on his radar. Of course, with Glaber Torres seemingly going to uh, move over to shortstop next year, D.J. moves over to second. And then, of course, you have Gio Rochelle at third or Miguel Andahar, give or take. Andahar will probably D.H. on his comeback from that shoulder injury. But it appears that the Philadelphia Phillies and the Cincinnati Reds have been the two teams linked to Sir Didi over the past few weeks with potential figures coming into play this week as well. We're hearing uh, between 13 and $14 million annually for, D- uh, for Didi in a multi-year deal. And, of course, Philadelphia wouldn't be a bad landing spot for him with their current manager, Joe Girardi, managing Didi for three seasons in the Bronx before Aaron Boone took over in 2018. So another name that reportedly is seeking a multi multi uh, year deal with uh, the uh, major league team is Brett Gardner, who is arguably coming off the greatest year of his career at age thirty six. So will Brian Cashman allow Gardy to walk? Will he give him a multi year deal? Uh, Gardy's been getting a one year deal with the Yankees for the past two or three seasons now. He stated on multiple occasions that he'd like to be a lifetime Yankee. But again, baseball is a business. This is a business. Aaron Boone was on Yankees Hot Stove in the Hyatt yesterday with uh, Jack Curry, Bob Lorenz, John Flaherty, and Meredith Morakovich. And he said that the Yankees are currently, uh, they currently have every intention of bringing Gardner back because of, as of right now, they can't afford to lose him. He's, he's coming off the greatest year of his career in his late 30s, 28 home runs in 2019. When everyone thought he was going to fade into Clint Frazier's shadow, we all saw how that turned out. And Aaron Hicks, who returned for the ALCS last October, had to get Tommy John surgery right after the season. So he's going to be out of commission for at least the first two months of the season. And besides, CC Sabathia is gone. DD is essentially gone. The Yankees would have to turn to Aaron Judge as the young mentor presence in the clubhouse, which might not necessarily be a bad thing, but he's 27 years old. Brett Gardner is the only remaining Yankee on the 2019 or excuse me, the 29, the 2009 World Series squad. So if you have to bring back the Guardy party on a multi-year deal, you bring back the Guardy party on a multi-year deal. You you, You plant that deal with Brett Gardner, no pun intended. Another big free agent that the Yankees might want to think about re-signing before he goes elsewhere is Austin Romine, backup catcher. Romine has been seen walking the premises of the Hyatt over the past day or so, looking to sign a new contract. And I've said this multiple times, and I'll say it again. Austin Romine is the best backup catcher in the game of Major League Baseball. Case closed. Most backup catchers in baseball are a burden when you place them in the lineup. Not Austin Romine. He's clutch, he drives and runs, and he does it when you need him to do it. However, it doesn't appear, at least for the moment, that Cash is too keen on bringing Austin back. And I don't know if that's just because he's got his eyes set on Cole for Christmas, but Romine won't be waiting until the end of March to strike a deal. I'll tell you that much. 
And uh, those are just a few names that the Yankees have on the, the free agent market this offseason, which also includes Dellen Betances. Betances drawing interest from multiple teams, including the, the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Mets. But we'll see on Dellen, considering he tore his ACL in September. Uh, but regarding other teams, uh, as well as uh, uh, the pitching market overall, you've got uh, Red Sox right-hander Rick Porcello, other known as Pretty Ricky, uh, former Cy Young Award winner in 2016. Uh, you, of course, got to mention Madison Bumgardner, who John Heyman is reporting is receiving interest from the Arizona Diamondbacks, which I find very interesting. I feel like the Phillies would be way more in on Madison Bumgardner than they currently are. Apparently, the Diamondbacks drawing major interest for uh, Madison Bumgarner's presence, but we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Dallas Keuchel back on the market after signing with the Braves in June. He, Him and uh, Craig Kimbrell, two very late signings. Of course, Keuchel takes the one-year uh, $14 million with the Braves. Kimbrell signing the three-year deal with the Cubs uh, in the middle of the season. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Keuchel basically spent half a season in Atlanta, so we'll see if he returns. Probably not. Uh, Rich Hill from the Dodgers as a free agent. Taiwan Walker finally on the free agent market from Arizona. Wade Miley from Houston. So the Astros losing both Wade Miley and Garrett Cole. Jeremy Hellickson. There's a decent number of arms out there. Uh, I know the Mets had inquired about Rick Porcello. Porcello, uh, New Jersey native, out of Chester attending Seton Hall Prep in high school. Wouldn't be too far from home. Would be a perfect fit for him there in Flushing. Uh, we've talked about the Rendones of the world seeking a $200 million-plus deal from clubs. It's looking like it's either going to be the Texas Rangers or the Los Angeles Dodgers for Anthony Rendon, give or take. Uh, Josh Donaldson also drawing interest from both Texas and Atlanta. Uh, Yasiel Puig's out there, Ben Zobrist, Ryan Zimmerman, Edwin Encarnacion, Marcelo Zuna, and, of course, the new face to the free agent market for the first time in nearly six years. Welcome back, Jacoby Ellsbury. Good riddance, Els. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. But it'll be interesting to see if anything else regarding these players comes to fruition in the next few days. Can't forget about Francisco Lindor possibly being dealt by the Indians. A lot can still happen. A lot will happen over these next three days. Awaiting... Brian Cashman here on this Tuesday, as well as Scott Boris, anxiously waiting the news on Garrett Cole. But for now, that'll wrap things up here on episode 126 of The O Show, presented by Belly Up Sports. We are what they aren't. Be sure to tune in for the rest of the week with all new interviews with baseball reporters around the country as we try to give you the best scoop on what's been happening this week in San Diego. Remember to use the promo code OSHOW10, that's capital O-S-H-O-W, 10 for $10 off your next order at TickPick.com. Should have used TickPick. And, of course, the promo code OSHOW20, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-20, for $20 off your next order at Mecca Nutrition. Of course, if you're into banging weights, eating steaks, and sleeping eights, Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Hit it, Hootie.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.